0: Welcome back to the Crow's Nest. My name is Jackson Shank, alongside my co-host Justin Valenzuela for episode 36, where we are going to, that's right, break down another division. It's NFC South time, talking all things Bucks, Saints, Panthers, and Falcons. Yeah. All right,
1: Justin, how are we doing today? Jackson, I'm doing pretty good, pretty good. Had a good gym sesh. So anytime a good gym chefs, a day is good, bro. It doesn't matter how bad your day is. It doesn't matter if you got dumped, you got, I don't even know, a car <laughs> drove over a puddle and splashed dirty water on you. You got an F, whatever, your mom yelled at you, your dad yelled at you, you had a good gym chef, your day is good.
0: That's you know facts.
1: I mean? <laughs> Dude, that is so facts. When you can sit there at the end
0: of the day, look in the mirror and smile, that's, that's yeah, it's and a good like, day. Oh, you know what? I and lifted is- a lot of
1: weight today. Today <laughs> was good.
0: I actually... You know, as much as as much as what we just said sounds so arrogant, <laughs> <laughs> I I got a compliment
1: in the gym today. Woo yeah, Jackson! I'm so proud of myself you hit today.
0: We we're hitting legs today. Ooh, and you got a
1: leg compliment? I did. And Whoa. as a
0: as a man, that's like the ultimate compliment because yeah, there's yeah, this that's... running joke that guys don't hit legs. I am a big time leg supporter.
1: I'm one of those. I don't hit legs like
0: that. Yeah, yeah. We're getting we're gonna get Justin into it. But yeah, so. I'm over on uh, on the V-squat on the campus of Seton Hall University in the Reagan Center. If you know, you know. You know what the V-squat looks like. It's kind of like a hack squat, but, like, at the same time, not really. But it's really good. Kept a narrow stance, focusing on the quads. We're up in 355. So, yeah, casual, you know. Yeah.
1: It's you know.
0: No, it's it's good weight. It's good weight. We're, uh, we're pushing a lot. And uh, these two girls walk up to me, and they're like, that's a lot of weight. And I was like thank you appreciate that <laughs> so it was it was nice to hear because like 355 if you don't know is three plates and two tens and then the girls went on and hit it and they were hitting like a plate so
1: yeah <laughs> we out <laughs> we go. out here yeah, just but hey flexing you know, yeah i'm not i'm not about
0: a mog on some girls so let's shut up yeah but anyway lifting is a good thing let's just stick with that yeah yeah, Justin what do you think, and I. We think Vita Vea squats, <laughs> dude. It's got to be like eight hundred. Yeah, something crazy. He's like he's that. so large. But hey, speaking of Vita Vea, let's talk about the Bucks because they're my you division see what I did winners there? for you see the NFC South. There, man? Come on. I was Lisa picking drops. up what you're putting down. All right, so Tom Brady doesn't age. That's I mean, what else is new? I've been going thirteen and four this year. It's Tampa Tom. Unfortunately. I don't think that they're a Super Bowl team this year purely because of their offensive line losses. I think yep. that's so important, right? They lost their center. They lost, who? I think their left... It was Alex Kappa left them in free agency. Left guard. Yeah, right. so their left guard, they're, they have well, a rotating he's, door he's at left Cincinnati. guard. He's in Cincinnati, yeah, Alex right? Yeah,
1: okay. Alex Kappa signed. However, they did trade for Shaq Mason from the Patriots. Yeah, that's big time. You know, just giving giving Tom Brady another offensive lineman, why don't you? Mm-hmm. Good job, Bill Belichick. <laughs> but, yeah, Ryan Jensen's out for the year. They have a revolving door at left guard, Um it was I like his name's. Re- it's not irrelevant, I'm sure, to Bucks fans, but like in the grand scheme of things, I'd never heard of him. Went down with the season-ending injury in the preseason, so now they have a rookie starting at left guard. Are you talking about Jensen? No, Jensen's a
0: center. Oh, okay. Who? Sorry, who are you talking about? There's the no name. I just
1: told you. I Boy, don't know that. his name. Oh, he's the okay, left guard. Oh, okay. Sorry,
0: sorry. Keep going. I could really dig for it if you want. If you no, want. no, no. Keep keep going.
1: I was sitting there like, bro, bro. No, Jensen. Ryan did, Jensen's a dog. No, Ryan Jensen is a dog, okay. but he's he's out for the year, unfortunately. Yeah. Tristan Wurfs is dealing with his own injury. So a lot of question marks on the offensive Worf's line. is good, though. Yeah, Worf's no, he's a stud. Good. He's a yeah. stud. But a lot of question marks there. Uh, yeah, the, the Buccaneers team really stayed the same, if you really think about it. They lost Jordan Whitehead at safety heading to New York. Just switched his number, by the way. He's wearing number three now. So if you bought a number six Whitehead jersey, return it. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know who bought a Whitehead jersey. <laughs> no, return no, no it. No words. Um, they bought back Julio Jones. They lost O.J. Howard, but that's whatever. They lost Gronk. Also, kind of whatever. Just and he's a great player, but whoa, hey, no, it's hey, not whatever. Hey, hey. It's not whatever. Come on, don't, now. don't don't think of it like that. But right, they took a couple steps back, but it's Tom Brady. It's the Buccaneers. They lost Bruce Arians. They got big, big deal, big deal. They got my boy Todd Bowles. I actually think Todd Bowles is a great head coach. I think he'll probably be better. I think he'll be. A, I think this defense is going to be amazing. Um, but it just luck of the draw. Very very easy schedule in my opinion, and that's the reason I have him going thirteen and four as well. Yeah. Well,
0: when you have the Panthers and the Falcons in your division, you tend to win a lot of games. Yeah, that's like six off the bat. So, well, I that. think it's it's four. It would be four. But anyway. Oh yeah, I know that, yeah, that's what you're, what what you're saying. Say. That's what I meant. To so say. let's get into this record, right? Thirteen and four for me. I have them as the. What is that? The th- the three seed in the NFC. Yeah, I have them as the two. Yeah. Thirteen and four. I have their four losses. Saints in New Orleans in week two. The Rams come to town in Week Nine. Oh, sorry, the teams that they lose to are also red, so it's hard to see <laughs> on the schedule. I just
1: had the same exact. Yeah, Week, week Four, the week,
0: Chiefs, right? No, I actually wow. have the Bucks winning that oh, one. Wow, I'm, I'm okay. giving it to the Bucks. Yeah, so but Week uh, Fourteen, I think Trey Lance shows shows what he's made of. They're really? in. They're in San Francisco, so I think. Kyle Shanahan can show, Tom Brady a thing or two. And then Week 16, you know, this is just one of those games that I think that, Tom, it, it, much like the Week 14 game, it's it's just one of those games that they yeah. lose. Hey, fair because, enough. like, they, they can't they can't go 16-0.
1: No, they can't. 17 Like, last year they lost to the yeah. Commies. They lost to the, yeah. now they're the Commanders, but the football team, they lost to them last I got year. So yeah, it's like week, these things happen. Week 16, I have them losing to
0: Arizona in Arizona. But in between that, they get a big win. At home against the Bengals. So, yeah. like, I mean, 13-4. and four.
1: <laughs> It's hard. There's not a lot of games I could circle. Yeah. yeah that are definitely going that to are lose like... there's, there's a they're, few. They're, they're some, yeah, yeah that's For me, right. I have them losing to the Saints week two. Okay. I have them losing to the Chiefs week four. Big time. Um, And then I have them losing to the Rams week nine. Yep. And much like you, the 49ers week 14, and that's it. But there's some swing games here. Like, I have them beating the Ravens week eight. That could go either way. I haven't. I have been mm-hmm. beating the Steelers away, mm-hmm. Week Six. No. I think. I think that's a no. game that could go. I have no. them beating the Packers. That's a way that could go. Uh, no. They beat the Saints once, but the Saints swept them last year. Yeah, that's so there's always, that, always that I can see. Yeah. So there's a lot of if and ands. Bengals here. Week Fifteen. Yeah, Bengals Week 15 is a good good one. We, and then the Week Fourteen and Week Sixteen games I think could go either way. Yeah. So like they, we talked about. There's a lot of swing with this record here. I think they they could easily be a ten and seven team. Or like a thirteen and four, four, 14 and three team, but I have them going so, in the ladder thirteen and four there.
0: So yeah, floors ten and seven, ceiling is fourteen. Yeah, and right. I know that's a lot, but there's yeah. a lot of there's there is
1: a lot of swing games. I gave them a the benefit of the doubt. It's really for me at least impossible to doubt Tom Brady.
0: I just I can't do it. Well, and there were there were some games last year that really surprised me that the Bucks played, and I think they had they almost had a. Better roster last year. I mean, their their no, roster almost did. the same. It, it right? is. But you have yeah. Gronk last year and stuff like that. So they had the really close game against Mac Jones and the Patriots. And yeah. I know the Patriots were much better last yeah. season. Uh, I'm thinking. What else? This was one. Was, I want to see if you can mention the Jets it. game. Yep, that was yeah, where Antonio game. Brown quit yeah. mid game. Yep. yep. Yeah. Yeah. And that was
1: wasn't that a one score game? It was. They yeah. they won as time expired.
0: So yeah. Yeah. Kind of kind of crazy. So Bucks 13 and four. They win the division. Once again, Tom
1: Brady never ages.
0: All right, next team, Justin. I'm a little more fired up about this team this me year. Me too,
1: yo. Me Let's too. talk about
0: the New Orleans Saints. Oh my
1: guys here. I'm a big fan of the Saints this year.
0: All right, so Jameis Winston, back and healthy, okay? Mike T, back and healthy, okay? They lost Terrence Armstrong, huge loss. They lost C.J. Gardner-Johnson, also a big loss, but hey, they yeah. threw the Honey Badger in the secondary, yeah. and they got Chris Olave and Trevor Penning. And uh, Juice Landry as well. Oh, yeah. So just another target, right? Yeah, yeah. So here's the thing that I'm most excited about with the Saints this year. Unfortunately, losing Sean Payton, right? But they have an identity, right? The Saints have been very, at least ever since the Drew Brees, Mike Thomas season that just went balls to the wall crazy. And Drew Brees was in the MVP conversation, stuff like that. Ever since then, this pe- this team has been all over the place. Is Jameis going to start? Is Taysom Hill going to start? Uh, are we going to be a run-first team? Are we going to be a pass-heavy team? Now you have Jameis Winston, who's healthy, right? You have a defense that is always solid and probably, honestly, very underrated, but one of the m- most advantageous home fields in football. I think New Orleans is a wonderful place to play, and I think their fans are incredible. Yeah. So... That kind of culture in a team is what's going to propel them to be the 12-5 and team that I have them at this year, and the fact that Jameis Winston, if he can dial it down on the interceptions, dude, he could be a 40-touchdown, 15-interception type of guy. Yeah, and
1: he's thrown for over 5,000 yards before. There's not many quarterbacks in the league that have ever done that. Right. And Jameis Winston is one of them. And he was doing it but he pre-LASIK. He had LASIK surgery, Mm -hmm. you know, and then he tore his ACL. So... But I think... If yeah. there's a fan base, the thing that I love about the Saints is just like you said, the culture. Just a beautiful culture, culture down there. Like, you could tell that the Saints. It's it's one of those beautiful things where like the foot, like yes, they're a professional football team, but the Saints mean so much to New Orleans. You know what I mean? Like they mm-hmm. they actually like New Orleans lives and dies with the with the Saints. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it, it means so much to them. Well, I
0: think. I think I think a big thing that came from this is when Hurricane Katrina hit back. I think it was just over 10 years ago now back when that happened and they had to have a new stadium or they had to create a new stadium. I think that was the the real turning point in the saints history. And that's what I think really propelled the city of New Orleans behind this team, because they went through a struggle together. You talk about a team like the Boston Red Sox who went through the Boston marathon. And then they had, you know, they had the kind of season that they had. So this is the type of culture I love to see in a football team. And I think they have the tools to win, right? They have a quarterback that can throw the deep ball. They have several receivers who can play well. If Mike T is healthy, he's one of the most dangerous receivers when healthy. And I know he was a huge scheme fit in the spread-style offense that the Saints had. But one of the most advantageous things you can have in the NFL is something new. And we'll get to that later in other divisional episodes because... I cannot emphasize how important it is to play against someone that you've never seen before because they have no tape on that. That's yeah. why Jamar Chase was so successful. That's why Justin Jefferson was so successful. That's why the 2018 Chiefs blew every team out of the water, scored 40 points, and was just like, get out of here, right? Same yeah. thing with the 2019 Chiefs. You only had to a year to adjust to it. So this is a team that has the potential to be a 12-5 and team, which is why I have them at 12-5, and right? I think their floor... Is nine wins. I think their ceiling is twelve wins. Yeah. And I think they have a shot at thirteen if they really push it. Yeah. Right? But they do have some tough matchups this year going against believe yes, they are matched up with the AFC North, so they have two tough games in the Bengals and Rams. And the NFC North. And and the NFC North. So well they have some they have some games from the NFC North. But not not everybody. They don't play the Packers oh, and not stuff. Just like that. Scratch that. Just take it off. So, yeah. So they have they're matched up with the AFC North, which has a few tough games, stuff like that. So this is this is a tough team. I think I think they'll probably be around 10 11 12 Yeah, teams. I think
1: I think ten to twelve wins is a great range for them. I I really don't see a way, especially in the NFC, that the Saints don't make the playoffs. That's another like, big thing. I I literally have the Saints starting six and zero. Now that I'm looking at it like. I I believe highly. Uh, I'm with you. Yeah. That's actually kind of hilarious. Yeah, and then I have them losing to the Cardinals. Yeah. Yep. And then the Raiders. No. No, I haven't beat them. Either. I have them the I have them the going
0: 9-1 through the first 10 games. It's yeah, kind I have of crazy.
1: Through the first 10, I have them going 8-2. So mm-hmm. Just about the
0: same. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, let's get into it then. Why not? So you, both, you guys just heard Justin and I schedule through week. Seven.
1: Yeah, I got them. I got them losing back to back Thursday night football, uh, Cardinals. Week eight, um, Raiders come to town. Raiders. I just think mm-hmm. Raiders are, Raiders are going to be a pretty formidable team. It's just one of those games, you know. Okay.
0: Uh, and then my other losses are week 11, the Rams come to town. Same. Week 12, they head to the Bay Area and they play Trey. I think the 49ers are going to figure it out a lot more on the back half of the season than they are on the front side. You know, the. Ro- the second year adjustments for Trey Lance. I know this will technically be his yeah, this or no no no, he he did see play. So his so second year Trey Lance gonna gonna make the adjustments under Kyle Shanahan as a starter. Monday night football, I do see in week 13 the Tampa Bay Buccaneers getting a win, being able to split with them this year as they're in Tampa and then Week 16, I have them heading to Cleveland. That's where I see Deshaun Watson coming back and getting a big time win. Yeah, but maybe. outside of that, closing the season two wins against Philly and Carolina, 12 and 5. They're the 6th
1: ranked team for yeah. me. I have them as the 5th ranked team at 11 and 6. Uh I actually one thing I want to highlight here is Week 9 Monday Night Football against the Ravens. My team my number 1 team in all of the AFC, nip it there. Uh I have them winning that game, you know. Just, mm-hmm. just Ravens You're high on the Ravens bro. I'm, I'm high on the Ravens, but I'm high I'm high on the Saints too. I have the Saints beating the Ravens. I just I wanted to point it out as like a look at that, you know. Yeah. Uh much like you I have them losing to the Rams. I really I'm so tempted to have the Saints split with uh sweep the Buccaneers, but I'm going to have them split for now. I have yeah. the Buccaneers beating them. Week 13 on Monday Night football. And then out of the bye, I have the Saints dropping a dud wow. against the Atlanta Falcons. Yep.
0: Desmond Ritter season, baby. It could be Desmond
1: <laughs> Ritter. could be Marcus Mariota. I don't know. We won't know until the time comes. Yeah. But it's just one of those things I have a, you know, while the Saints are a good team, you know, it still is Jameis Winston, and we can't expect him to do too, too, too good. It's just one of those, I think he's going to throw it done. I think the, sure. the Falcons are going to come sure. back. Both are off a bye. I think, uh, you know, Arthur Smith is a second-year head coach, out of the bye, rookie head coach for the Saints. You know, it's just, it could be a dud. They come out slow, you know what I mean? Uh, And then they have a little three-game losing streak there. Uh, They lose to the Browns in Week 16, but then end on a two-game winning streak, secure themselves the fifth seed in the NFC. Or no, the sixth seed, sorry. Yeah, I mean,
0: it's tough, but I just, I don't know. I have a lot of faith in Jameis Winston. I do too. In a team that has so many options, especially with a running back like Alvin Kamara. Because I think one of the biggest things he needed in that Buccaneers offense, the year that he threw, I think it was 30, 30, 30 touchdowns, 30, 30, 30 interceptions, and, yep. right?
1: Five thousand yards.
0: Dump it off to the running back, bro. Yeah, look Alvin Kamara. Look who you have out of the backfield now. So big time changes for Jameis. I think, you know what? If he goes 12 and 5, he could be comeback player of the year.
1: You think so? I, I, think, I think that's so. Christian McCaffrey. I think he's gonna run away. That's if I he worry. stays healthy, though. If he stays healthy, right?
0: Yeah. I think I think Jameis Winston is more likely to stay healthy, yeah. which is why I think he could yeah. win Comeback Player of the Year. That's that's a
1: very good point. And a dark horse for me. I'm gonna show a little bias here. Is uh, Carl Lawson? I Ooh, think, I think he could be a little sleeper. Big there. big Jets guy. We yeah. should do.
0: Mm, I think midway through the season we should do like season awards because we're not because we haven't predicted uh, MVP stuff like that. No.
1: So off the top, Lamar Jackson MVP. Comeback Player of the year, Carl Lawson. Okay. Offensive all right. player of the year, <laughs> Just, uh Justin Jefferson, defensive player of the year, Micah Parsons. Uh offensive rookie of the year. Don't say Garrett Wilson. <laughs> no, I'm not going to. Uh Hall. <laughs> <Brie Saul. laughs> defensive whoa, player of the year. Whoa. Defensive player of the year, Aiden Hutchinson. Defensive rookie of the year? Uh, yeah, Rookie of the Year, sorry. Okay.
0: So what we got MVP. Wow, we're just gonna rattle this off right now. Go for it,
1: off the top of your head, just just completely raw dogging. I just raw (laughs) (laughs) dogging. Okay, pause. Just go for it. Pause,
0: pause. Uh, So MVP, I'm gonna go Pat Mahomes. No, no bias, no bias or anything. Uh, No, I think we're we're gonna talk about the AFC West um, in in the in an episode that'll come out later this week. I think we're gonna try and sneak it in right after the Bills and Rams game later this week. But uh, I think, like I talked about. The surprise factor and having Andy Reid, I think that'll be that'll be a big reason. All right, so what's next? Offensive player of the year? Mm. Yeah, you know what? If we're going off the top of our head, I'll go Jay Jettis with you. Me too. Right. Um or Jamar. Yeah. I'm going Jefferson. Okay. I'll, th- I'll go Jamar. Let's, let's, Weird, yeah, let's, 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 let's throw let's throw a up. wrench okay. in it. Cool. Um Then we got comeback player of the year, Jameis. Go for it, why not? You had Christian McCaffrey, right? Or Carl Lawson, I I guess. I said Carl Lawson. Yeah. Just (laughs) because. Oh, it could be Derwin James, too. Could be. Could be. I don't know. We'll see. That's a tough one. Offensive Rookie of the Year. Who is set up the best for this? Brees Hall. No, not Brees Hall. It is definitely Brees Hall. Could be Damian Pierce. Yeah, Could be um, Drake London.
1: Yeah, we'll give a definitive one.
0: Drake London. (gasps) Okay. And then... Defensive. Oh, we okay. Defensive rookie of the year. Kyle Hamilton. Why okay. You know what? No. I like no. that. Sauce Gardner.
1: Ooh, <laughs> yeah, I love that one. I <laughs> okay. do love that one. All right. I, you have no idea how tempted I was to say Brees Hall offensive rookie no, yeah, yeah. and Sauce Gardner. Yeah. I think that's that's really possible, and that would be. It really, could all really it could be cool Thibodeau, for the Jets. But
0: Yeah. Okay. So eh, no, what what am I missing? Good. Defensive player of the year. Yep. I love the Mario Parsons pick, so I have to rock with that. Me too. And then what is what are we missing? That's it. Oh, we do coach of the year too. Coach, coach of, of the year
1: predictions. Um Staley.
0: Brandon Chargers. Staley, that's Brandon a Staley. that's a good pick. I'm gonna go Kyle Shanahan.
1: Mm, okay. I like that. All right. Yeah.
0: Cool. Yeah, Either, that's a cool one. I like that. Yeah. Kyle Shanahan, because cool. dude, I'm I, telling I can't you, wait
1: to revisit this. To <laughs> <clear>. <laughs> it's really gonna can. be
0: it's gonna be crazy. We got to write this down. Yeah, definitely. Sure. Okay, all right. Well, now that we just
1: that's all right. Free
0: balled that. Yeah. Let's uh, let's talk about two not so bright spots in the, that's, an, that's in exactly. the, the I NFC That's exactly. I was like, you so. know what?
1: We talked about two good teams. Let's. <laughs> <see>.
0: <laughs> yeah, Carolina Panthers. I got going four. I got going four and thirteen. Yes, they picked up Baker. Yes, um, Christian McCaffrey's back. This is just a revolving door QB style of team. I don't understand what's going on in the front office. Love the Ike McGuanu pick, but what? Like, what is the identity of this team? It's Christian McCaffrey. Pray he gets, like, what, 100-100 every game? Yeah. And then scores three touchdowns? Like, oh, yeah, DJ, DJ Moore is a good receiver, but Robbie it's like Anderson how much... Style. Robbie Anderson hates the quarterback. Yeah, both of them. Um, yeah. yeah. So... I don't know, man. I really don't understand. Four and thirteen. I have their four wins. Week two, uh, away against the Giants. Week eight, away against the Falcons. Week ten, at home against the Falcons, and week sixteen, at home against the Lions. Okay. Four and thirteen. Two and four in the division.
1: I've been going five and twelve, yeah. and I just want to say one thing. Kay. Matt Rule sucks. Uh, yeah, He's a horrible that's, coach. Another, that's, that's another. I big think thing. this team. I think this team could be. A 7-10, 8-9 win team based off of the the talent they have. But with that said, Matt Rule's a horrible coach. Um, yeah, I'll rest it there. I have Baker winning his duel against the Cleveland Browns, his, his revenge game. He's going to outplay Jacoby Brissett. It isn't that hard to do. I have, the, I have the Giants winning week two. I have a little, Ooh, faith, in, a little okay. faith in the Giants. I have them beating the Cardinals week four. Wow, that's a huge win. Yeah, that's a big win for them. And at that point, they're going to be 2-2 two and two and kind of riding high. And then they drop three games. They'll lose <laughs> to the 49ers, yep. Rams, Buccaneers. The They'll beat the Falcons. Yep. Then lose to the Bengals. Uh, have them sweeping the Falcons, uh, beating them again week 10 at home. Yep. And then they don't touch another victory until week 14 coming off of the bye against the Seahawks. And that's all she wrote for the Panthers. Okay.
0: 4 and 13. Another great year for, for draft picks. Yep. Just keep stocking But it's them. like. It's like man, what are you going to do with so many QBs at the helm and then 2023 is supposed to be a huge draft. Good good quarterback draft class, right?
1: Yeah, it's going to be interesting. I love I mean I don't love it, obviously it sucks, but it's pretty interesting that they have Baker and Sam Darnold on the same team. The first and third overall pick in the 2018 draft. And here we are 4 years later on the Panthers. Who would have thought? Uh who was the quarterback of the Panthers in 2018? It was Cam Newton. Shocker. They probably had an all-right year. Uh, yeah, that's just so weird to think about four years from now. Little little sophomore year me of high school. And here I am, a sophomore in college. And at the time, I was like, Sam Darnold's our guy. Let's go. Baker sucks. Baker does suck. So does Sam. <laughs> and they're both on the Panthers. Who would have thought? I could not. If you would have told me four years from now, Sam Darnold would be backing up Baker Mayfield on the Carolina Panthers, I would have <laughs> laughed. <I would've> laughed <laughs> you would have lost. Face. Yeah. Yeah, I would have laughed in your face. Probably would have lost your mind. Yeah. Okay. Uh, this is the
0: this is the team that has the number one pick for me. We're gonna talk Atlanta, and second pick yeah. For me. A, as much as I love their offensive weapons. Big fan of Cordero. Big fan of uh, of Kyle Pitts. Big fan of Drake London. Love AJ Terrell, but yeah, I, I, start, think honestly, yeah, I think honestly, I think honestly, they may trade him. In order to just pull draft, ah, I don't know about
1: that. He's a young stud. I, they're gonna right, have building blocks. I guess. Well, they got to pay somebody. Yeah, they so, have a lot of so so blocks get, but, too. Okay. I think the Falcons and the Texans. They're gonna have the first and second mm, overall okay. picks for me. Okay, but there's a there's a lot to be excited about. You just you lost Kyle Pitts. Matt Ryan though.
0: Who? You lost Matt Ryan. Hey, the Falcons. He's, he's like
1: 48 years old.
0: <laughs> but okay, well he's gonna have a 12 and five team that we just talked yeah, about. Yeah,
1: well, I have them going three and 14. It's not like I have a lot of faith in the Falcons this year. I'm just saying. They're going to be good moving forward. They have building blocks. I shouldn't say good because it's hard to say like definitively that a team's going to be good in the future because you don't know the future. But you know they have building blocks. AJ Terrell's a stud. Drake London's a high draft pick. You hope he's going to work out. Kyle Pitts is a generational guy. I think he's going to be a, a, a he's going to be a a trailblazer. I think he's going to be a trailblazer. He's going to really pave the way for tight ends uh, in this new era of tight ends because we have guys like George Kittle, Travis Kelsey, Darren Waller. But Mark you know, Andrews. Mark Andrews. Mark Andrews, I think, fits into that younger category. I think. Okay. Fair, I think. Fair. I think when we think about when you think of like our generation, you know what I mean, of talent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got guys like Adrian Peterson, dudes like that. I think moving forward, when you look at younger kids, like kids younger than us in middle school, elementary school, they're gonna look at guys like Kyle Pitts and Mark Andrews and be like, "Well, these guys are dogs." You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. But
1: wow. I, sorry, I'm just looking back at this. The Falcons had seven wins last year. Because of Matt Ryan, yeah. I know, man. Well, you, yeah, you lose your QB one. Yeah, you lose, you lose your, you know, saving grace in Matt Ryan. You're probably not going to win. Yeah, sorry, games. I have them winning one game this year. Oh my, one? Yeah. Wow. Hey, someone's okay, got to have the someone's got to have the go, number one overall pick. Wow.
0: Their one win comes in week three.
1: <laughs> oh my God, that's a miserable season. That is a miserable season. As
0: Marcus Mariota heads to Seattle and uh, knocks down the door of the Geno Smith, Drew Lock confusion at quarterback. As AJ Terrell clamps DK Metcalf, and I guess Tyler Lockett has a bad game. Wow. Don't know. What, don't really know what else to say, man. I I hope that Atlanta can rebuild. I think it's a huge opportunity. Go draft Bryce Young, yeah. please. Or Somebody,
1: unless Desmond Reeder shows a lot,
0: unless yeah, I mean, there's not that pick. there's
1: not that much investment in a third-round pick. Yeah. One win is crazy. Wow, someone's gonna have the number. No, one I mean, fair pick. enough. I Bro. mean, I mean, this all like, dude, the the Jaguars were like winless through God knows how long. I don't even know. The Lions never won a game one year. Yeah, I have them winning three games, so I'm a little more confident. But that's right. not saying much. I have them. I have the Seahawks winning week three. Unlike you okay um, I have them beating the Browns week four really and then I have them beating the Bears week 11 and I have that's them beating fair. the Saints week 15. and that's it for me the
0: Saints wow yeah we talked about that a little bit in New Orleans yeah, yeah. I know we did that's just that's still that still blows my mind I mean Justin one more time let's run through it. Bucks at thirteen and four, Saints at twelve and five, Carolina Panthers at four and
1: thirteen, Falcons
0: at one and sixteen. For me,
1: got the Buccaneers thirteen and four, Saints eleven and six, Panthers five and twelve, and the Falcons three and fourteen. So, Tom Brady
0: doing well. Jameis Winston gonna have a big year. Stud. Confusion in Carolina and Atlanta. Look forward to rebuilding. Yep. So, yeah, that is the NFC South. If you guys made it to the end of this episode, thank you so much. We really appreciate you listening. We're going to make sure to finish out these divisional breakdowns before the NFL season. I hope you guys are so excited because I know Justin and I are. And be sure to, to stay tuned because we are going to look at making content soon. We talked about a guest in a previous episode. That guest is actually going to be our third host. Woo! Big time news. So we're bringing in the third host. That will stay quiet though yes. until the third host presents himself. He so we're going to have a sealed. new studio set up here in the radio station. I'm
1: looking forward to the new studio.
0: It's going, to be, it's going to be interesting. We're going to see how it goes and maybe you can start to see some visual content from us. Yeah. As we're going to look to record the episodes visually and then possibly upload segments of that to our social media. So Be sure to stay tuned for that. That is all for now, though. So for Justin Valenzuela, my name is Jackson Shank. We will see you all next time. Peace.